Welcome to the Digital Critical Gaming Podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm joined today by Mike. Hey, y'all. Corey. Hi, everyone. And our token Brit, Dan. Hello. So we're going to be talking about gender bending, male characters playing female characters, female characters playing male characters. What's the deal with that? Also, ESRB ratings. Why is everything rated T for teen these days? We'll discuss. You decide. All right, so we're going to get right on into it. Um, I want to talk about the gender differences in video games. Um, I typically play whatever I feel is right for the class um, or the perk. Like in Fallout 3, for instance... Most of the enemies that you're going to run across are are uh, males, and they have a perk in there for extra damage if you're a female player trying to kill male characters. So I'm like, I'll take a free damage boost, why not? But then there's also times where I'm like, say for instance, in EverQuest 2. Do I roll this character as a male or a female? And in that game, the story didn't really differentiate between male and female too, too much. Um, all it was like was, Adventurer, welcome! Thank you for saving our city. Didn't really make too much difference about, about genders. Um, so I would have some characters that were males, typically warriors and things like that. I also had a couple of female characters, typically mages or something along those lines. Um, because in my mind, that's what felt right for the not just the race, but also the gender for the class that I was playing. Um, what about you guys? What do you typically play as? Well, it depends on the game. It depends on the story, like on uh, SOTOR. There's different storylines for the male and the female. And so, you know, I wanted to explore them, so I actually did both. But typically, start as a female. It started back in EverQuest. Uh, a friend of I always played male tunes. And a friend of mine said, man, I rolled this female tune, and people are giving me money. They're giving me <laughs> mm -hmm. crap. So, of course... What do I do? I run out, I hurry up, make a female tune, and that's my main. <laughs> and he was right. People would actually give you stuff. Because, you know, there wasn't that many women on the internet, so if they thought, Oh, it's a real girl! Yeah, sure, sure. Give, <laughs> sure, me, yeah. give me your stuff. I, I'm I'm uh, Adrian. Yeah, sure, go ahead. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, then it just kind of was fun because you know i like you know it's a cute little cartoon girl running around and i'm watching her okay that's a little bit better than this big ugly guy staring, yep. i'm staring at all day <laughs> but that's my personal preference i like playing some males some of my tunes are males i really like and some of them are females i guess it really doesn't matter to me i think it matters more to uh i wish we had a female on the podcast but uh we tried to get one on but she didn't want to come <laughs> but we'll keep working on that. Don't blame but, uh, her, really. Is <laughs> oh, I, got, I don't blame her at all. Well, there must but, be important news. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, 
Uh, basically, we uh, I've seen more females play. Mo mostly, they'll play their female characters, but in SOTOR, that's different. Uh, it seems to be half and half. Uh, I think most of the uh, women that I've played with, they actually have about equal, uh, about like I do, because they wanted to see the different storylines as well. So, so SOTOR is kind of an oddball when you come to the subject, because a lot of people want to see the story. That's their main selling point in the game, or it was for a while. But games like WoW... Um, I probably have as many female tunes as as uh, male tunes, and I'd have to say it's because of that, my EverQuest days. And yes, you are treated a little nicer sometimes on a female tune <laughs> than, than you are on a on a male tune, and, and that's odd, but that's what it seems to me. I think Dan, uh, you're going to have a, a lot of insight on this. I'm just waiting for your your interpretation on it. Most of the time I do play it as a female character, but apart from like my very first warrior, who was Captain Generic, the human male warrior back in Warcraft, who only did the most generic of quests uh, as a human male, and yeah, basically it's the opposite of that. I like to play as a character who I don't feel has been done before. Which is pretty difficult when you come to male characters. There just aren't many female characters and things who aren't just like the stereotypical either princess or seductress. And so I try to go for more unusual things. And so my usual character in Warcraft, let's say, is either a female dwarf paladin or some kind of, at the moment it's an undead monk is the other one. But yeah, those I both feel are pretty unusual characters who it's just sort of yeah i like that aspect of it as something which i can truly call mine and isn't something that has been done a thousand times before which is a lot easier with a female character mm. how about you cory um well, i i am kind of indifferent i don't mind playing either either genders but uh for me i I kind of assert my characters as almost if they were to represent me. So I, I don't know. I like to be in the game. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but, so you, you know, come I, at it from more of a player agency. This is me in the in the world. Pretty much, yeah. This is me in the world. So I come from the side of I'll I'll play a male character. Um, I have nothing against the female characters. I just I don't know if I'd want to want to represent a female character because. I might not represent the character correctly, or as um, Dan said earlier, people thought he was a girl. Um, so I don't know. I just sometimes when you play a female character and when you play a male character, they associate you with being that gender when you're on the other side of the computer, which <clears throat> is completely not the truth because people play whoever they want to play and create whoever they want to create. But on my side, I just I feel that when I play character it's going to be a male character and that's the way i like to play so when i'm playing world of warcraft or when i'm playing star wars i'll, I'll make a a tauren or i'll make a an imperial officer and they'll they'll be a male character i don't know i just kind of fancy myself being in that being that character and being in the game as that character mm -hmm. obviously my name isn't my name <laughs> but <laughs> i create that name as part of that character so it's all in the character creation, and that's probably my favorite part of the game is being able to create my character. Okay. I'm. I'm just gonna ask. You said you play as a tauren. Is it? It's easier to play as a giant, 
cow. <laughs> with a girl. It's just, uh, <laughs> it's surely a human. Easier than a giant cow. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that point up. Now I'm going to have so much rage going on Twitter because I said that. <laughs> oh, what can of worms Sorry. did you just open there for us? I didn't mean you, to. You would rather play as a big cow. Okay. <laughs> I just find that that's PR funny. fiasco, thanks. <laughs> Cut this half of the podcast, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I um, can't use any of this. It's too controversial. You know no, 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 no. Um, I lost that, that's the thing. Like, Torn is a character in itself. Torn is male, Torn is female. I just prefer to play the Torn male character. Mm. There, that, the, the, it's great that we have genders on all of our characters. Um, so that we can either play female or male, because those are two important aspects in life. But I just choose to play the male characters. There's no reason behind it. I just associate myself in that character, and I think that's the best way to represent right. it, and the best way politically to state it. Okay. And now I'm going to have to make a character on WoW called Corey Hates Me, a female guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that wasn't what I was saying! <laughs> Okay, you know what? I will make my Star Wars character Diggy Poo then. <laughs> oh, too late! I already got him. <laughs> well, Wait, was that on Star Wars or was that on World of Warcraft? Probably uh, both, knowing him. <clears throat> probably no. Well, a, another reason why I sometimes choose a female character is if they have some type of voice pack where it needs to talk over say for instance combat uh in planet side 2 i play exclusively female and the reason why is i can actually hear what my character says when i'm spotting an enemy i'd rather hear enemy medic spotted which i can hear over the gunfire versus enemy medic spotted with all the explosions going on in the background where i just can't hear it because it's you know, that low-pitched male voice. Um, yeah, I find there's a massive push to make the male characters, less of, uh, lack of a better word, badass. So they end up just being this gruff voice, which just mumbles the whole way through. Yeah. And quite frankly, I would, uh, that's the other part of why I play as a female tune, is like, if I were going to be told my manner is low by anyone, it's going to be a nice, clear female voice, same as the sat-nav. As I drive around the place, it's <laughs> it's just from a purely um, pragmatic point of view, it it is clearer. From from a tactical standpoint, it, it's it, it can be better. Yes, um, sexy agent voice too on Star Wars. Oh yeah, yeah, and sometimes <laughs> yep. the voice actor is better. Oh, she's awesome. Yeah, I don't know who did that voice, but they were a lot better than than the male version. I'm sorry, but same it's... person's in Dragon Age Two, isn't it? I uh, don't know. Dragon Age Two, the the lady dragon or whatever. I don't know. I didn't. Yeah, female Hawk is the same as the agent. Okay, then wouldn't that have been? Um... Wow, why can't uh, I remember that? Captain Janeway from Star Trek. Oh, brain fart. Um... Yeah, really. Wow. 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 <laughs> Kate Mulgrew. I didn't know she did voice acting. You learn something new every day. Yeah, she's Flemeth in Dragon Age. Yeah. That's why I play Dragon Age, because I love 
Um, it's also one of the boss in boss I noticed this time around. Really? Huh. Yeah, Gee. I think it's only really? in the story. Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice. Okay, time to go to Wikipedia and see what else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I had no idea. Well, why don't we um, segue into our next topic, which is something that Mike ran into earlier last week, I believe it was. And kind that's... Got run over, but yeah. Go ahead. T for <laughs> teen. Yo, see, what happened was um, my kids were playing a game, uh, TF2. Uh, you know, they were 10 and 8 and 8 and... Uh, Nine. Yes, I have a lot of kids. Anyway, uh, they were playing TF2, having a good old time. Mom came down to uh, do something, and I ha happened to be going get groceries or something or rather, some kind of errand. When I come home, I am bombarded by my wife yelling at me, how dare I let the children watch play that, and it's rated M. I said, really? I didn't even know I had a rating. So I started looking into these. I see it as cartoony violence. I realize there's blood, but it's not even real blood. It's just this cartoon splat red. You know, it could be green. It, it, it looks kind of yeah, like ketchup. It It's not real. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's so over-the-top goofy. It's a fun game. I've played it many hours myself, and I've played it with my kids. Yes, I've slaughtered my own children. But uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll a, let DHCS know. Somebody's knocking at my door. But anyway, um, so I started investigating what games can they play. And surprisingly enough, not many. <laughs> so really, all the ones I already had on Steam Forum had to go bye-bye. And uh, I started finding some games that were rated uh, like up e there. But yeah, 10, even though my boys are 8. My wife's kind of giving me on that a little bit because I showed her, okay, Barney loves flowers, or <laughs> it's an actual game the kids won't play. Right. You know? uh, not knocking Barney loves flowers. I'm sure that's a lovely I game am, for somebody. Are you? Okay. <laughs> but, uh, I hate that game. <laughs> I don't even think it exists, but whatever. Um, no, uh, the kids... Well, there's some racing games I got on there for the kids now and some other games, but they really miss TF2, and I understand that, but it is rated M, and my wife does have a point. So, <sighs> unfortunately, I did look into the, these, and I really disagree with some of the ratings they have on them. I just don't follow it. You know, certain games like Call of Duty, oh, yeah, that should be an M, but TF2, maybe a teen but you're right. There's a ton of teen teen games. It's like okay, generic code, bump, bump, bump. They stamp it with teen, and then if they need to, they'll bump it up. Or, but they never seem to bump them down. The younger ones are really, really, really below a seven or eight year old. Uh, so, yeah, I got a little beef with that. I, I I think they're. I understand that they had to put a system in because the government was going to do it for them if they didn't. Right. And uh, then it would be hard to sell games in the United States. So I understand the community. And what they did was amazing. You had all these companies competing out for blood against each other, had to come together 
and form this, which is amazing. I just think it's a little too tight. But maybe that's just because I'm a gamer and uh, I don't see it the same way as a, uh, a soccer mom that's never – or a soccer dad even. I don't want to be gender specific. But uh, somebody that's never played a game and they see that, oh, it's horrible. It's like going – watching a show and hear one slang language. What are they talking about? This is horrible. No, no. You got to kind of take it in contents a little yeah. bit and tone down. But unfortunately, our society is very action. Uh, they don't want to take time and study things. They would just want to react. So Knee-jerk reactions all around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, let, let, let me ask you this, Mike. If you had to rate Team Fortress 2 with its over-the-top Looney Tunes style of combat, because let's face it, it's like Looney Tunes in cartoon form of yesteryear in, inside the video game. What would you rate it? Well, I would probably, even though my eight-year-olds are eight, I would probably rate it ten and up. Um, it, or put a label on there like parent guidance is suggested, which would be, you know, PG, PG rating if you mm -hmm. went with movie stands. Because I'll tell you what, this, uh, this uh, uh, EC, ESRB are, is very freaking confusing. They got so many different areas. Mm -hmm. They got yeah. your colors. They got your... Uh, your age levels, it's just, I, it, quite frankly, it's stupid, but, uh, that's my opinion, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, I would rate it for 10 and up, because, yes, it's got violence in it, but so do cartoons, if you look back at the cartoons I grew up on, like, uh, Wile E. Coyote, and, mm -hmm. and, uh, Anvil's dropping out of the sky. Oh, yeah. Pancaking that everybody. And Superman, someone just flying around. Well, you can't fly around, right? So if a little kid sees that, it could be suggested. And yeah. back in my day, there was a, a lot of kids that were jumping out of windows like Superman and falling to their deaths or getting serious hurt. Injury. Yeah. I think there was only one case of that happening. Oh, no, it actually happened a lot. Yeah. Uh, people, <laughs> my favorite one was when we were very smart back then, apparently. They, they, they were Batman, and it's Batman can't fly, you stupid person. <laughs> 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 that's a child that was sheltered and wasn't allowed to watch Batman, so he thought this is what Batman did. So, now I, I just, you look back at the different cartoons and everything, I mean, Fled Friendstone, I wanted to put my feet out when I was driving in the car, you know, and to help. <laughs> that would have been bad. But, you know, there's lots of uh, things on there that, uh, yeah, I don't know. You can't regulate everything. You can't keep your kids in a bubble. They're going to experience stuff. But, of course, <laughs> here's a, a story that kind of blew up in my face after I'm debating this with my wife and why I finally gave in is when I looked up uh, their, their, what games they were playing and looked in the uh, history of the uh, web browser, I found some porno sites that my kids <laughs> decided to visit. So Oops. I said, all right, honey, I, I, I will give. <laughs> so they, they were being naughtier than I thought, and they're only eight. So Maybe if they were playing <sighs> Team Fortress 2, they wouldn't have had the time. Exactly. <laughs> I tried that point. It didn't work. Oh. I don't know. It's, it's just oh well. 
the that's way, another topic. That's another. <laughs> the way I was brought up was just my mum paid no attention to the ratings whatsoever. But anything which I was going to get, she would try to sort of get a rough idea of what it was mm-hmm. before I actually had it. So, I mean, there were some odd ones. Like I was completely allowed to watch South Park at ten because it was funny, but. <laughs> I think that's good because it means that, um, well, quite frankly, I think it gave me a reasonable idea towards swearing because I didn't see swearing as being cool. It was just a thing that was there. Right. And it shows it's basically the difference between maturity and innocence is that by keeping them isolated from all these things, you are keeping them innocent by showing them, um, by letting them have controlled access to violence and swearing and all these things you are teaching them the difference between the right and wrong aspects of each of those things and teaching maturity in how to use it it's like yes there is a diff- yes there is violence in team fortress 2 but like that's like saying the difference between someone falling into a curb in tom and jerry and the curb stomp steam in american history x there is such a big difference mm. between those two it's like yeah Teeth don't really turn into piano keys and dangle around <laughs> making piano noises. But yeah, any kid knows that that will not happen. And it's just, ugh, just, ugh. That and Conker's Bad Fur Day was awesome. And my cousins weren't allowed to play it, and I was. So, <laughs> Conker's Bad Fur Day was an awesome game. Very much so. It certainly was. The history of Conker's Bad Fur Day, for people who don't know, was Rare, who previously had been making children's games, decided about halfway through they were bored of making children's games and decided instead of making this little squirrel picking up bits of chocolate game, they were going to shove it full of as many movie references as they possibly could. So about halfway through, war breaks out and you get it turns into Saving Private Ryan, but with teddy bears. <laughs> it's, just, it's utterly amazing. Corey, what are your thoughts on this? You, you've been kind of quiet over there. Um, well, I don't know. I, um, I know you may not be the most age-appropriate person to discuss <laughs> this topic. Um, well, I can he's, I can certainly... Uh, yeah, yeah, well, Corey's only mental, 12. My men- No, it's, it's two. My mental is two. Oh. My <laughs> age is 12, but... Um, no. <laughs> um, when I grew up playing video games, my mother really never stopped me or prevented me from playing a game the only one i avoided or well it was actually a tv show was south park and she didn't want me watching south park because of uh the language um and to be honest i'm not a big fan of using cursive language to begin with but when it came to games i played grand theft auto when i was probably seven eight i've i've played some bad games but i grew up on the mentality that these games were games, and this th- these stuff didn't happen. Uh, this stuff didn't happen in real life, and it was never to be recreated. So, I guess I kind of controlled my own emotions when I played the game. Now, when it comes to the ratings, I personally find the ratings as a suggestion. The parent is the one who decides if the game is suitable for their child. Um, I think it's in America. That's the legal standpoint as well. It's um, like, here, for example, <laughs> like if you look at Team Fortress 2, as long as your kid or your child understands that this game is a game and it's not um, um, 
real life, this doesn't happen in real life, then if you think they're mentally capable of playing the game, I don't see any reason why you should stop them from having fun. Um, if you feel that it's not suitable for them, you think it's going to create problems in their in their future life, that's your responsibility to, to make that decision. Um, the ESP rating is, or how, I don't know what that, the rating is called, I just called it ESP. ESRB. ESRB, thank you. Um, that rating, I think, is just from a legal standpoint. It's just their, their lawyers saying, you know what, I'm going to put this pretty M on there because I think it's for M rate, uh, or the, the committee says it's M because it has these, these qualifications that make it M, therefore it's M. That doesn't mean that people aren't suitable to play that game if they're under the age or above that age. Um, I think it's just from a legal point, they need to be able to say, you know what, if something happens, your child is below 18 and played this game, your child was not suitable to play that game. I think it's just a legal point that prevents the, the game companies from being affected by underage um, children playing the game. Um, because of those set qualifications, it's probably in a pretty Excel sheet that all they have to do is play the game once, point, and say, okay, it's this rating. Um, it's got this checkbox, it's for yeah, violence, it's, it's got this... Check, 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 yeah. it's in this category. That, it, I, for me, the rating should be based on the parent's opinion. The parent plays it, okay, this game is suitable for my child, I'll let him play it. No, it's not as suitable because I don't want my child to grow up with this. That's their that's their right. That's their responsibility. They're raising that child, and that child needs to um, be risen properly. So that's from my standpoint. I never had a problem playing games that were M rated or or whatever rated, um, but that's because I was very responsible at a young age. So that helped me play those games. Some children, unfortunately, are not that responsible and uh, end up not being able to play those games until later. You can't see me right now, but my hand is so far up right now because I was a shit child. <laughs> <laughs> You're the reason we have this. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> here's an interesting question. Do you know why we have this? There's one particular game that came out that forced this issue. Do you know what game it was? I do not. Ooh, uh, Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. But I nope, know. nope. I really you you, you need to think earlier than that. Sega Genesis, or for Dan's case, uh, Mega Drive. Mega Drive! What would it be? Okay, uh... Okay, sorry. It was a fighting game. My age, I wasn't alive then. Oh, Street Fighter? No. Or was it Mortal Wolf Kombat? Kombat. Mortal, oh, Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Okay. Mortal Kombat, yep. Okay, the... I was alive for that one. Amazing. Everyone got... arcade. Yeah. Yeah, so did I. Back when we actually had arcades, arcades, whatever happened to those things? Man. Mm, they're still around here and there. Not very often. Not, 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 not many of them. Um, well, in, oh, in Orlando, they had a uh, bar. It was an arcade, and uh, after hours, it was close arcades. to kids. Yeah, the arcades is bar, pretty much the only which thing was that was really I've nice. I nowadays. didn't drink, but I would go there and be with adults playing video playing games, games, which was really yeah. cool. Yeah, so some some interesting topics there. Uh, my question would be, how do we fix this, or is it even fixable? I don't think it's really fixable. I Can think I it one that's completely broken, because that's a good one. Sure, okay. Oblivion. Okay, if you remember that, that was rated M purely for the reason that 
although everyone was completely fine in the game, it had nudity on it because the people were naked under their clothes. And so according to that, it can't have checkbooks. Can you not have relationships in the game, though? No, not Oblivion. Not not Oblivion, no. That that was something they added with Skyrim. I never never played that. (laughs) It's like, that completely ticked the checkbox, but was completely not in the game. So, it's... Yeah, that I I, find... I know this is going to sound crazy, but if, for whatever reason... Um, somehow there was a glitch. If they, why bother modeling the underneath the clothing if you're not going to show? Thing, but, um, I know it's just after, no, I think it's just because they thought that it's such an easily moddable game. I think their argument was that it could be modded into a nude mod really quickly, but if you bring mods into it, I don't know a single game which doesn't have a exactly. Mod so that's that's there. why I'm, that's why I'm wondering why ma or why why create the under underneath the character unless they're trying to form the body to the clothing. But you can do that without needing to show the inside of. I think why does Bethesda do anything? It's so yeah. confusing when it comes to making games. That's an interesting question or topic. Hmm. Yeah, rating things which aren't actually, you know, rating cut content essentially, and adding that to the um, ratings of the game. I, to go back onto what you said, Kyle, I, I don't really think there is a way to fix it. I think it's just the way it is. It's just from a legal standpoint. It gives the company protection. It gives the consumer protection. But at the end of the day, I think it's going to be the, the parent or parental guardian or the adult that's going to make the decision if it's playable for that child. Obviously, a child cannot go into EB Games or GameStop and buy an M-rated game. They're going to stop them there. But at the end of the day, it's the parent that's going to make the decision, unless the children plays it without their consent. Well, Mike, what's your side on this? Because you're a parent. Well, yeah, a parent of eight kids. But uh, <laughs> uh, I just... I feel that I I'll make the decision anyway, and if you know, of course I got overridden by the wife, and she has that right. But uh, you know, I take her word in there too, and try to come to medium. But I really don't think, you know, like Team Fortress Two is over their head. I think they can understand that, and they've been playing it for years. She doesn't know that. She's quiet. Hope she doesn't listen to this. But um, <laughs> Team, uh, wow. She's played WoW with the boys. She saw them play it. That's actually teen rated. Mm-hmm. Um, Star Wars, which we know, Star Wars Old Republic, has um, some suggestive content in it, mm-hmm. and it's teen rated. Well, there's so actual... It doesn't have nude. It doesn't have nude, but it does have the whole, hey, baby, it's been a couple uh-huh. of weeks. Mm-hmm. So... It has very suggestive language. I would say it probably would need a higher rating than uh, WoW, because WoW doesn't have that as much. At least it didn't. It might now. I don't know. But you also have to remember, have, though... Alcohol and violence in uh, WoW. Underneath the, underneath that rating, though, it says... Um, Online interactions are not rated. Online well, interactions are not rated, and the rating may change. The rating right. may change is, is written underneath that. So That yeah. is true. MMOs are kind of difficult to read anyway because um like that little line they put on there online interaction has not rated 
Because that can go really bad really quick. You do not Anybody want to know the things I ran into on an RP server once. Just, oh uh, dear god. No, yeah. no, no, no. There, well, well, Dan, that gets back to our first topic. Uh, can I we, well, why don't you discuss some of those? Let, let, let's circle this wagon train around. I was exploring empty Gilneas in Warcraft, the Vork and Starsig area, after it was abandoned. Let's just say what a werewolf and a gnome get up to in their own time is their own business. <laughs> <laughs> but were you playing the female character or the male character? I was character? not involved. I walked oh, in. Yeah. Oh. I walked in. I saw. I went, nope. And walked straight back out and flew away. I have heard stories. Oh my. Well, yes. What about your, your, your gnome fan club that runs up to your undead oh, God, no, and... Licks okay. your character. Oh, the, yeah, the, the other you. day, <laughs> I, was doing, I was doing a quest on my undead character. You'd think an undead character. Female undead. A female undead character being undead, very undead, I may add. Their elbows are poking out of their skin. Um, Yeah, you'd think I'd be free from pretty much anything, but I helped this gnome out in a quest because he was having trouble. And he took a liking to my character and licked it. And then licked it again. And again. And I shuddered and tried to run away. And he followed. And he was faster than me. And he followed me around. <coughs> licking me. And it's like, just, I don't know what to do about this in this situation. It's like, I am dead. This cannot be a very nice thing for him. Why is he doing this? It's just... <laughs> you had a stalker. I had a stalker. Yeah, a you, you, you I only know one solution to that. <laughs> What's that? G-I-R-L guy in real life? Remember you have a hearthstone and get the heck out of there? Because that's what <laughs> happened eventually. <laughs> <laughs> I would have just pushed Delta 4. <laughs> yeah, that would have worked too. <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm not quick enough for that sort of thing. I just try to react to what's happening, and what's happening is not something I want to happen. You know what? In that case, just delete your character. <laughs> Abandon all my armor. It's been tainted. You need to do another character. It's destroyed. I can't play this anymore. My Iron Man save is corrupt. I'm done. <laughs> Death by gnome lick. <laughs> um, nah, I've lost where I was now. Uh, we do have one correction to make. Um, Kate Mulgrew did not voice the female agent. It was no. Joe Wyatt. Yes, she voiced female Hawk. It was Kate Mulgrew voiced Flemeth in Dragon Age 2 and Dragon Age. Yeah. Oh, and she's in the new Dragon Age 2. Um, Joe Wyatt also voiced Dr. Bryn Cole in Mass Effect 3. Who is that? That was I, I the one with Jacob. Too in that yes. side side area. She's also a whole bunch of people in Old Republic. Yeah. And female upper middle class voice in Fable 2. Oh. <laughs> so, all over the place. Yeah. Name a game, she might be in it. With some certainty. Alright, so I think that pretty much rounds out our discussion topics. Uh, Corey, I know you wanted to bring up some gaming peripherals, so why don't you go ahead and take care of that for us? Well, I'm just curious to know what um, 
what you guys use for peripherals for gaming. I guess it kind of really depends on what game you're playing and uh, what uh, what you enjoy using uh, to interact with your your program. Um, so for me, obviously, it's a mouse. Um, but I am currently using the Oribus, <clears throat> um Razer Gaming Mouse, and I use the... Do, 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 Is that Razer... the ambidextrous one? The You could use it either left or right-handed? Yes, it is, yeah. 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 And it, you know what? It's weird. It has these really, like, almost like finger holders that sound as weird as it sounds. Mm -hmm. But you can rest your finger on the pads. So the they don't... side grips? Yeah, the side grips, so that they don't uh, run across the surface, which is kind of neat. Anyway, this mouse is completely customizable. It comes with a little screwdriver, and you can like manipulate this mouse in any form or any way you want, which I find quite neat. The only disadvantage, though, I find is the battery like lasts only about 10 hours, which I was kind of disappointed with. It's wireless and wired, so I pretty much have it only wired now because it's pointless to... Um, pointless to use, uh, but that's what I use for my mouse. I find it really interesting, um, and I also do a lot of flight simulators. So I have um, a full. I know, I'll explain it vocally, but I'll show you guys because it's yeah, kind of neat. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is a full um, yoke, so literally Ooh. it's um, it's a full flying instrument joystick. Um, so if you were to fly a Cessna, you could actually use this in your flight simulator, um, and you just mount it on the desk, uh, and you're able to use that. It also comes with a throttle quadrant, um, uh, which controls the propeller mixture and propeller mixture and throttle. Um, and it's just, you know, it's a three-lever machine, uh, so you have your three options, and it's based on a sliding track. So I use that for flight simulator, which is interesting. Um, rudder pedals I have, I can use those for... Uh, uh, for driving or for flight simulator, so I just different peripherals. So I'm just curious to know what you guys use as well. Sure. Uh, one of the things I'd like to get though is that um, Razer mouse, the the Naga. I know you have the Logitech one. Yeah, I got the Logitech but, uh, version of it, which I like much better because I've had both. Mm -hmm. Does Logitech make a left and right hand mic? Your uh... your mic. Your mic's muted, Mike. Yeah. Because <laughs> Mike, your mic is that. <laughs> that's better. better yeah. all right. I got the so Naga. You had the Naga, and that's yep. the one I'd like to the get. The old Naga, not the new ones. The new ones are supposed to be a little bit more crisp, a little bit more exact. Not to mention the uh, the Razer Synopsis software is, is uh, pretty cool. Um, where you can yeah, I played your... with it a little bit. It's it's pretty nice. I do like uh, the one Sin has because the buttons um, are easier to find. Yeah, uh, when you're yeah, that's one reason why I like the the G600 more. Um, the Naga's buttons up? are basically flat. It's sometimes hard to index your finger and know exactly where it is. Oh, but okay. With the G600, um, see if I can show you a little bit. But the buttons have a texture to them. They're a couple different shapes and. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So, wh whereas on the Naga, it's like a flat piece, uh, but on the 600, you can tell, okay, I'm on the second row in the third button without actually having to look or misclick, which is something that I liked a lot more than the Naga, because that was something that happened to me on a regular basis, was I would misclick. Um, also, the G600 seems to be 
a lot more durable. I've had two Nagas, both have had issues, one of which was it wouldn't do left to right tracking. I could only move the cursor up and down in a vertical line. It would not move left to right. The other one, the top part of the keypad wore out. And these mice I only had six months or so each time. You know, one was a warranty replacement for mm -hmm. the other. At that point, I said, forget it. I don't want to have to deal with this. Um, and fortunately, that's when Logitech came out with the 600. Um, I had the same problem with Logitech headsets, actually. And uh, that's why I'm wearing... Uh... Oh my, I can't even remember what it is. G35, is it? Could be, yeah. Uh, I've yeah, the never... Yeah, the G35 7.17... Sorry, 7.1 surround sound headset. It, it costs a lot of money, but the, the thing has lasted me for over five years. So that that's pretty good. It was a good investment because I was using their, their cheaper headsets, like their, their ones they'd use for Skype and stuff. Um, and they would last me maybe six months, and every six months I'd be buying a new headset because the cord would fall off or the mic would stop working. Same with yeah. the wireless headset, it would stop working. So I invested in a good quality headset like this one, and I've never had a problem with it since. Mm -hmm. For audio, I've never really been too impressed with Logitech's offerings. Um, their speaker systems tend to have a lot more bass than what's needed and <laughs> oh i love the bass <laughs> and their headsets movie, well i'm i'm of the opinion i want something accurate i want something the way to sound the way that it was supposed to be mixed i don't want it to be too high too low just right and i find the logitech stuff is just a little bit too bass heavy there's no such thing Ran <laughs> <laughs> the face right up there. My ears yeah. aren't bleeding by the end of the day. I have done it wrong. That's the nice thing about the Surround Silent is it's uh, doubly digital. So I crank these things up when I'm watching the Avengers or something on my desktop, and you can like headsets. <laughs> wow, I can't speak. The headset <laughs> is rumbling on my head. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. The sensation of of the seven point one and the bass is just awesome well I, you know I, i'm kind of biased because i haven't tried any other headsets that have the virtual 7.1 surround sound audio but uh, i do really like those ones what about you mike uh, you're muted again <laughs> <laughs> apparently i left my new button uh, on my uh, headset i use a logitech clear channel uh, it has a really nice mic the sound isn't bad. I don't have perfect ears like Mr. Sin there, like uh, Kyle. Uh, so I, like I, I used to have. With... Okay, I don't have perfect <laughs> ears either. <laughs> yeah, he's got very fancy uh, headset. But personally, I, I just use this because it's it's nice, not that expensive. So when I accidentally forget I'm wearing the headset and rip it out of my computer and destroy it, <laughs> It's, I can run down to Walmart and replace it pretty quick. We've never done that, no. Yeah, well, never. That's why you need to get Sennheiser HD380s, because they have a removable cord. Oh. There you go. I would find a way to break it. I really would. I but 
and I'm these things sound amazing. I'm on my second Naga. Uh, the first one. See, died. look, your, your yours years died old. too. Yeah, I had it for two years, and the uh, button died on a game called Diablo Three. Too oh. much click, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then I had to get a new one, and unfortunately, it was out of warranty, obviously, for two years, because I think they're only good for a year. But uh, yeah. so I got a good use out of it. I went, I got another one. And then, of course, right after I bought it, like three months later, they came out with a more sensitive one. So it's like, oh, man, I think I think they're uh, mechanical buttons, which would have been nice. But eh, is what it is. Uh, next one, I probably will get the one you got, the Logitech one. Mm -hmm. Is that Logitech 600? Mm -hmm. Is that one? Okay. Yeah, G600. So, yeah. Uh, as for other devices... Um, I got a old Momo uh, steering wheel my boy uses. He's learning to drive on it. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah, that would be But uh, he's having a lot of fun uh, checking it out. I feel Try bad for anyone trying parts. to drive in Ohio in the next couple of years. <laughs> this is what I do in Need for Speed. <laughs> E-brake turn! <laughs> nah, it's just get him in the concept of pedals one foot how the steering wheel works in relationship to that because he has no clue he's the kind of kid when i said okay why don't you hop in there and i'll show you some things at 14 he was like freaking out but now he's 15 now he's thinking hey i get to drive in six months so now mm. he's got a little interest so i, I use that huh how do i call how yeah. do i call yeah. <laughs> new learn to car <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's having fun with that, and I think probably pretty soon I'll let him back out of the driveway, go back and forth on the driveway. Maybe have to replace the garage door, too, but we'll go from there. Nothing wrong with that. But, but it's also uh, really expensive. I think the most important thing to me, as in we're talking other uh, stuff for your computer, is a good, comfortable chair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So I, I usually spend more on my chair and less on my headset and mouse because I want to be comfortable. I spend I, a lot of money on my chair because I'm in it a lot. I, I will spend be probably, a lot on my keyboard sorry. because I use that the most. And I also spend a lot on a monitor because that's what you look at. Oh. If you buy a $100 monitor, there's a reason why it's $100. Your eyes are going to get more fatigued. Um, plus, the color accuracy isn't necessarily going to be as good. I got a Samsung 27-inch. I love it to death. I, I, unfortunately, I can't buy another one because they discontinued model. So I'd have to get get a different one. And if you uh, want to use that uh, great monitor, you're going to need a great video card. Oh, gonna have to oh well, well, yeah, of course. Cards. Well, yeah. And if I, you're going to want a great video card, you're going to need a great motherboard to use it with. Yeah, I just bought me a, built me a new computer uh, again last, <laughs> last uh, December, and then I ha had some issues with the video card, and it turned out it was the motherboard. So that's all been fixed, and it was didn't cost me anything but shipping. So yay warranties, yay warranties. How do they work? <laughs> some duct tape and glue for my peripherals. Okay. Yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Dan. I'm okay, done. yeah, I have nothing but the best for my setup. <laughs> okay, I'm ready to hear. Okay, I'm, let me get well, my. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Ask him. Ask him about his microphone first. Uh, I need people, to get. A I was saving the best till last, but if we want to start off with the microphone, yeah, let, okay. let's start off with the microphone. I need to get some tea first as well. Okay, and some okay. cookies. Okay, we're ready. Okay, the microphone. Okay, top quality stuff here. It's a Guitar Hero mic. 
stuck duct tape to a poster tube and shoved in a bookcase. <laughs> it only falls out every three days, okay? It's perfect. <laughs> every three days, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's about slowly, slowly out of the bookcase. It's like a Calvin and Hobbes comic and um, The Earth in Three Dimensions, which is a really thick book, so really good. it presses the weight down on the poster tube, keeping it just in front of my mouth at all times, which is perfect. Just what you want. So okay, uh, is getting the right book. Exactly, yeah. The book, okay. book choice is really important. Right, um, okay, moving on to my keyboard. My keyboard right. is uh, the best standard Dell keyboard 2004 had to offer. Wait, uh, oh, it has, oh, is it the one with the big space bar? The, the, the double wide space bar? Um, it's a pretty standard space bar. Uh, most of the keys How still have lettering I, on I them. Need, I need oh, exact okay, dimension right. inches. I'd say about three inch, <laughs> three inch space bar. Um, oh, only three. Whoa. Ooh, uh, <laughs> yeah, most of the letters still have paint on them showing where the letters are. Um, and the numlock button still yeah. lights up. Uh, okay, moving on to mouse. Okay, this, this is the best. Okay, it's a wheel mouse optical. 1.1 USB Microsoft. Okay, that has two buttons and a wheelie bit in between, and only some cat hair in the optical bit. <laughs> okay, you have the best sensitivity if you shove the random amount of cat hair in there. Oh God. Sitting so, on, okay, so my buttons is cheating, right? My own custom-made <laughs> mouse mat. It's perfectly ergonomically designed to get just the right slant. Okay, it is a mouse pad, uh, mouse pad, gooey cushiony bit because that is important that you've really got to spend a good like three quid on that um what's a quid oh sorry about about six dollars is yeah oh thank you stuck to um to confuse ooh. it even more that's six dollars us not six dollars canadian <laughs> yeah, sorry i don't know canadian. okay so then that's like ten dollars okay. okay that is held down with a ruler and a Attached to a Filofax, which is something from nineties to try and teach children about um I don't know, all sorts of things Phyla really. Filofax. And uh yeah, stuck to a oh what I've lost the words. That is um one of those hard things you write on. Like a desk anyway. water? Uh what what are those things which you hold and you when you're doing studies and stuff on the road, you know, all the sort of funny a clipboard clipboard that's the one it's stuck to a clipboard and that is the file effects and clipboard combo keep it at just the right angle so that it's slanting up so your hand never gets tired on the mouse okay so just for people that are born in the 90s the file is like a day planner um I, there wasn't much i don't know it's just oh i'll open it see what's in there oh no oh, i screwed okay. up my system completely what okay. color is it? <laughs> oh, it's my brother. It's my brother's file effects with some of the uh, crosswords filled in. He got bored halfway through. Uh, <laughs> two pictures? Jack, age ten. This is great. Uh, some of the stickers are still in as well. This is brilliant. There's a camel with three humps. What do you call a camel with three humps? Okay. <laughs> what do you call a camel with three humps? Humphrey. See, top quality stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, brilliant! It's got my brother's diary from when he was 10. 
Oh, excellent. Can, can you read us an excerpt from Today your brother's diary? Today is his mother's day. Ma will give me a pound for my report. I have. And then he got bored. I'm laughing so hard I'm dying over here. Oh, this is amazing. How come I've never opened this before? I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm glad I suggested it. Now that we're anyway, thoroughly you... off the rails. Sorry, what, sorry. Uh, yeah. What type of monitor do you have? Oh, I've got... Uh, my I'm, monitor I'm almost is... worried about this part. No, no, no. Well, only one of my monitors is terrible. It's a 19-inch CRT running at 1024 by 768, but it is at 75 hertz. Uh, it's some kind of bank, ben which Q. has bank, ben bank, thank you. It has it's like that big, and has colors. What's it's that? It's like that big, but it's a... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, I'll use the oh, no, I, no wait. Sorry, the ruler keeping down. I would use the ruler keeping down my mouse mat, but it <laughs> is stuck with glue to the table. Uh, yeah. Is it, it at least it, widescreen? Yes, it is widescreen. Okay. Oh, the other one is not, and it's crap. But it is. It also has colors, so that is good. Well, it's a good thing it's not black and white. Yeah. I I kind of like the green ones myself. Those those kind of oh, give off a nice glow. Awesome. If you nudge it in the wrong way, it goes kind of purpley, but you just hit it and it goes <laughs> oh, right I've back. Oh, I've had that before. Ninety-nine. <laughs> so yeah, as long as you don't touch it, it's great. Awesome. Oh, you forgot the most important thing. Gotta have a mini fridge right beside you. Oh, who goes to the mini fridge? I have a full fridge in my room here. Yeah, but I can just... Says the kid living in a here. dorm room. I'm not living in a dorm room. I'm yes, you are. A wooden pig. You, you are until proven otherwise. <laughs> until proven otherwise, okay. <laughs> Would you like me to show you my fridge and all the Gatorade in there? Sure! <laughs> just not while we're recording the podcast. I'm too lazy to get up. Final Facts is back in place. Everything is good. Hooray! Hooray! Alright, so now that we've thoroughly gone off the rails, off topic, and have no semblance of sanity, I think no. that's going to do it for us. So from all Hooray! of us at Digital Critical Gaming, Woo! thanks for listening. We know this is kind of a weird one, but hey! I hope we brought laughter. Maybe some tears, but hopefully some laughter into your day. I'm so sorry, everyone. No, you're not. <laughs> I, I I know you so say it's that. Ariel's but... fault. Yep, it's yeah, it's Dan's fault. fault. Dan's it, fault. It, it, it's still Kanem's fault for not being on the podcast. Kanem's <laughs> fault. Uh, so Kanem, for aren't you here? for everyone here at Digital Critical Gaming, thank you for listening to us. Have a great time, appropriate thing oh, here. Farewell. <laughs> yeah, time appropriate farewell, time appropriate and farewell goodbye. Today. Bye. You've been listening to the Digital Critical Gaming Podcast. We would like to thank you for joining us today. If you would like to game with us, you can find us at TorWarsGuild.com. We can also be found on Twitter, at Digital Critical, and you can also find us on Facebook, at Digital Critical Gaming. Thanks for listening. See you next time.